0: Sing the chorus with us love lifted me I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained. the Lord thanks for God's love today. We do welcome you to worship on this Saturday morning, and what a beautiful day the Lord has made. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood here on East Sullivan Street, Kingsport, Tennessee. And for those of you who are joining us on Sunday afternoons on YouTube and Facebook, It's a beautiful day in your neighborhood as well. It's beautiful because the love of Jesus reigns in our hearts, and we're making a difference in somebody's life. So welcome here today on Saturday, and to each of you who join us on Sunday afternoon and even down the road further by means of social media. We're gonna begin our service with some prayers today. We want you to continue to pray for the family of Stephen Lane, We officiated his service on Monday, and uh, his family loves shades of grace and uh, is grateful for your prayers for them in this time of tragedy for them. Also, uh, a dear friend, a friend to some of you also here, Phyllis Davis went home to be with the Lord on Thursday, and her visitation will be tomorrow from four until seven and I'll be officiating her service at 7 tomorrow at Scott County Funeral Home. Landon will be participating in special music and her burial will be on Monday all the way in Blackwater, Virginia. Anybody know where that is? A couple of you do? I've been there a couple of times and actually made it back. But uh, anyway, it's gonna be a, a long day to go there and to uh, inter her body at the family farm and the family cemetery. So please remember Phyllis's family and loved ones today. Brandy Cook, a young lady who is a member of our congregation, has not been with us for several Saturdays now. And she called and asked for special prayers. She deals with MS. And right now she's having some mobility issues. And it's just very difficult for her to be here so she asks you to please pray for her that's brandy also pray for marie jones and pray for pastor michelle as she settles into the next phase of her journey in north carolina and prayer requests from our large virtual congregation we invite you to please type in your prayer request share them with whoever is watching and we'll get to those when we can to acknowledge them so please type in Today, your prayer request. I would like to also remind you that our services are not only broadcast on YouTube and Facebook, but also we have a podcast every week. And we ask you to tune in there on your device, however, you can and enjoy the services uh, in its entirety via po- podcast. Virtual giving, we don't mention very much at all about money at Shades of Grace. We've never done that. But for some folks in virtual land, ask us, how can I donate to the ministry? So you go to our Facebook page, click on the tithely button, and just follow those instructions. I haven't personally done it, but uh, it works because folks do that. And then please pray for Shades of Grace International in Nigeria. Go to our Shades of Grace International Facebook page and discover the many miracles made possible by many, many people. And then Shades of Recovery sessions meet each Monday afternoon at five o'clock and is open to men and women. Jack and Cheryl, would you raise your hand? Those are the persons you will talk to uh, who will be here on Monday afternoons. And please help spread the word that this recovery is open to everyone and to anyone. And then Bible study with Pastor Regina meets from 1 until 2 p.m. each Wednesday right here in the building and this week will be the third Bible study session and she, is it number four? It is number four? Wow. I missed one. Oh, I missed one the day I was under the influence. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I had been to the dentist. And had had been put to sleep. So I do remember that now. Most of that day I don't remember. But yeah, this will be the fourth session. And uh, she started out with 14. And this week we had 22 or 23 people in Bible study. So we invite you to invite others to participate in Wednesday afternoon Bible study. And finally, if you would like to lift up your hand and just represent any kind of need in your life then would you do that? God already knows what we need and he knows our needs before they ever happen. So let us bow our heads in prayer. Gracious and loving God, we thank you so much for another good day that you have created. And your psalmist said, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And Lord, that just reminds me that each of us has a choice we can choose to have a good day or we can choose to let it uh, get us down so help us lord to make those choices with the hope and faith in our heart that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us and greater is he in us than he who is in the world so father we ask you to forgive us of our sins today we ask you to help us to keep our minds focused upon you in these moments together. As we sing, as we pray, as we hear the scriptures expounded, we just ask that your presence will meet with us in a very special and personal way. These things we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Miss D, how are you today? Good. Say that one more time. Okay. Now everybody, tell Miss D that you're doing good, okay? Can you do that? I gotta be careful, I might, you know, get going too far. Anyway, but do you appreciate Miss D? We do, God bless you. All right. And we appreciate Landon, do you appreciate him? And uh, I don't wanna call names because so many of you participate in music and I wanna make an invitation again. Some of you are taking up that invitation uh, in just a moment, Karen and Becky are going to come and participate in music. And um, also, uh, Quinn, I believe today, is doing music. And uh, next Saturday, Steve, our lay leader, is going to share with us a song, the Lord willing. So, Landon, your invitation is working. Okay? So we appreciate um, all of you who want to sing. If you're here for the first time or or many, many times, we're trying to encourage new people to be involved and get involved in the ministry. Okay. So again, God bless you all. And I'm going to just step aside and let's just have a time of worship and praise today.
1: better than whatever I've been dreaming of I can dream But I can't dream big
2: enough
1: If I could build a perfect world with all the best that I could find and shape a future far beyond Of my mind, how could it compare with everything you have in store? Every day you so much better.
3: I never said that I would give you silver gold Or you would never feel the fire and shiver in the cold But I did say you'd never walk through this world alone And I did say don't make this world your home I never said that fear would find you in the night or that loneliness was something you'd never have to fight but I did say I'd be right there by your side And I did say, I'll always help you fight
2: You know I made a promise
3: that I intend to keep My grace will be sufficient in every time of need My love will be the anchor that you can hold on to This is the promise I've made to you. I never said that friends wouldn't turn their back on you. Or that the world around you wouldn't see you as a fool. But I did say like me, you'll surely be despised. And I did say My ways confound the wise And I didn't say you'd never taste The bitter kiss of death Or have to walk through chilly Jordan To enter into rest But I did say I'd be waiting Right on the other side And I did say I'll try every tear you cry But you know I made a promise That I prepared a place And someday sooner than you think You'll see me face to face And you'll see with and the countless multitude. This is the promise. This is the promise I've made to you. Aren't you so thankful this morning for all of God's promises? Amen. keep on walking don't turn to the left or right and in the midst of darkness let this be your light that hell can not separate us you're gonna make it through this is the promise this is the promise I've made This is the promise I made to you. Amen. Y'all, help me sing this one this morning. I know that you'll recognize it. Many times I've questioned certain circumstances, things I could not understand. Many times in trials, when weakness blurs my vision, that's when my frustration gets so out of hand. So then I am reminded never been forsaken I've never had to stand one test alone when I look at all the victories and the spirit of God rising up in me it's through the fire my weakness is made strong sing with me he never promised that the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not be hard to
2: climb
3: And he never offered our victories without fighting But he said help would always come in time So just remember when are standing In the valley of decision and the adversary says to give then, just hold on. Our Lord will show up, and He will take you through the fire again. I know within my soul that I would surely perish oh but if i trust the mighty hand of god he'll shield the flames again again. he never promised that the cross would not get heavy and the hill would not be hard to climb and he never our victories without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. So just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision, and the adversary says, Just hold. the fire again, just hold on, our Lord will show up, and he will take you through the
0: Steve, will you put our little sign out on the sidewalk that says we're having a church service and people are welcome to come in? I think we forgot to put it out today. I think it's sitting right behind you there. If I'm not mistaken. We have a lot of people wander down the sidewalk and they seem surprised when they get to the door. And we usually leave a little sign out there inviting them to come in to worship. So anybody who, you know, we forget sometimes, right? So if you see something like that, just just do it. Thank you. We welcome all of you to worship. And uh, speaking of reminders, I forgot to mention a moment ago when we prayed to pray for David Francis. I think he was scheduled to do music this week for us, but he has suffered the loss of someone very close to him in life and death and uh, ask us to remember him. He didn't feel that he could come today and sing so please remember dave we appreciate him so very much all right i'm going to try to sing a little song that talks about the lord reminding us so uh, landon and i went over this a couple of days ago and i just want you to listen to the words of it today borrowed they're not mine at all Jesus only let me use them to brighten my i First, one more time because I mentioned to you that we lost a really good friend a couple of days ago in death and it seems like that happens all too soon every week but this person who passed was probably one of the most prepared people for death that I have ever known. She called me about three weeks ago so, will you come by and visit with me? I need to talk to you. And there were some issues going on. And first of all, I went to the wrong door and I called her on the phone. And she said, well, you're at the wrong house. And she was standing at the door and said, come on in. Let me in. Open the door. We talked. But she was preparing for this day. And I really didn't think it would be so soon. I, I just didn't know. You know, we don't always understand, do we? We don't often understand. But she loved the Lord with all of her heart. And I guarantee you, if you've ever been in a worship service with her, you will have heard her shout at least one time. And I mean, she's one of these really praise the Lord, loud and victorious and not ashamed of it, no matter if anybody else is shouting or not. She always praised the Lord. And I can only imagine what it's like for her now as she has truly entered into God's presence eternally and her faith has become sight. But listen to these words one more time. The things that I love. And let me say the people that I love. Let me sing it that way. The people that I love and hold dear to my heart, they're just borrowed, they're not mine at all. Jesus only lets me love them to brighten my way. So. now. Roll back the curtain of memory now and then, show me where you brought me from and where I could have been. So remind me, I'm human and we humans forget. So remind us, remind us, dear Lord. Amen. Since Landon's been inviting people to sing, I thought I'd try it too. But you are invited, every one of you. All you gotta do is speak to Landon, and he'll schedule it. And as I tell you, he'll make you sound better than you think you are. Amen? Because I guarantee you, without the backup of Landon's music, mine would have been a little more than just a joyful noise. But I praise God. All right, today we're reading from John chapter 17, verses 1 through 11. Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words that you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the power you gave me, so they may be one as we are one May the Lord add blessings to the reading of these gospel words today. For the past couple of weekends and for a number of weeks now since Easter, we have been focusing on Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, and the promise to come again. In the last couple of weeks, we have looked at the words that Jesus spoke to those troubled disciples in John chapter 14, and they were very troubled people. And those words apply to you and me today when our hearts are troubled. Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. If you love me, keep my commandments. And you know, I've been reading a little bit about the gospels and how Jesus preached and how Jesus lived. And I finally realized that there are only two great commandments. Jesus said, Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And what's the other one? Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, aren't we sometimes like the Pharisees or the scribes or the people who came to Jesus and said, Well, Lord, who is my neighbor? And finally, we realize that's anyone and everyone who touches our life. Can the church say amen? It's not those people over there. It's not those people over there. It's not someone who speaks another language or lives another culture or lifestyle. It is all of us together as the kingdom of God, all the people of the world. You remember that song? Jesus loves all the people of the world, and he does. He loves us today. So we've been navigating through the season of Easter, and we're almost... Finished with that and our focus is in view for the day of Pentecost which will be celebrated next weekend okay so I told you about a month and a half ago that Easter lasts more than just one day and we still have our Easter cross up out I usually try to leave that up and take it down just before Pentecost and I was tempted to take it down a couple of weeks ago because the wind had been tossing it around And we had a family of five little baby birds getting ready to live in that cross. And they're over there singing in the shadow of the cross. I'm just sure that must be what they're singing. So hopefully, they may still be a little bit fuzzy, Lloyd. They still may not be able to fly. So if we still have our Easter cross up at Pentecost, you know the little babies aren't ready to fly the coop just yet. But pray for them. Did you ever hear anybody ask to pray for the birds? You know why? They're in a very precarious place out there, and if they do fly the coop, there's a whole lot of danger facing them. Traffic, all kinds of things. So pray for our little shades of grace family in the cross, the little family of birds today. Okay? Is that all right? Jesus said, consider the lilies, and the birds, the sparrows. They're very important. Can you think how boring life would be without hearing the birds singing? How many of you like to get up really early in the morning while it's still dark? And what's the first thing you hear most days when you walk outside? The birds singing. I mean, they're singing even before the sun comes up. And they're reminding us that this is the day the Lord has made and we're going to rejoice in it and be glad. God puts a song in their heart, and they can't help but sing it. And God puts a song in your heart and mine, and we can't help but sing it. So next week, if God wills that we're here and lets us live to be here for another service, let's never take these opportunities for granted, right? Let's always say, if the Lord wills, we'll do thus and so. We'll be celebrating the birthday of the universal church, not Shades of Grace. Shades of Grace is only nine years old. We we're just minute babies compared to the church in the world. But the universal church—that means every denomination, every group, every congregation that worships Jesus Christ in many languages of the world, wherever they may be. Next week marks the day that the church came into existence when Jesus. Ascended back to the Father and sent the Holy Spirit to the upper room and we'll be talking about that in the next few weeks Because Pentecost Like Easter is also a season and you can't cover it all in one day So we'll be talking about that for a while But it's pretty obvious in these last few sermons that I've been preaching that the Easter season is beginning to fade and the stronger message that we read in these scriptures point to the coming of the Holy Spirit. Remember last week we talked about the paraclete? Was that last week? We talked about the one, the Holy Spirit, who comes to walk alongside of us and enable us and assist us. So this week we have jumped to John chapter 17, and we've already read those first 11 verses, and we find that there is a direction in what is being spoken here we're looking into a little bit of a different focus now we're still in the upper room remember that's very uh, much a part of the Holy Week and Easter story all that happened in that upper room but what's happening next week at Pentecost also occurred in that upper room right so keep that in mind the disciples Here, as we back it up to John 17, we're still listening to Jesus speak. But now his words were not directed so much to them as his words were directed to the Father in heaven. And we find here what is known as Jesus' high priestly prayer. This is a prayer. There are several chapters that involve the prayer of Jesus. Sometimes I'm like, Simon Peter, and all I can pray is say, Lord, save me. Anybody else like that? Are words hard to find sometimes when you want to pray? Sometimes you're in that situation and you just don't know what to do. But the Bible says the Holy Spirit, when he has come, when the Holy Spirit has come, will pray with you and pray for you. And sometimes in words that cannot even be uttered, but the Holy Spirit is with us. And so Jesus begins this long, prayer to the father. And what really struck me as we were reading this today, and I've read this over several times this week, but some little phrase there came out to me just as I was reading it a moment ago. Jesus said, give me the glory, show me the glory that was with me before the world was created. I may have paraphrased that just a little bit. And I thought, wow, You see, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, capital, capital W. You've heard me say this many times. You that are school teachers or good students or just readers and like to know what's going on in the world, what does it mean when a word begins with a capital letter? Well, it's important. Okay, that's true. What else can it mean? Huh? A proper name, yeah, it's a proper name, okay and so um Jesus here is praying, and the scripture says, in the beginning was the Word, the word is Jesus, in the beginning was the word, let's rephrase it in the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. amen that's what the scripture means, so Jesus begins this prayer, and all of a sudden the disciples that are listening realize we need to hear what the Messiah, what the rabbi is saying to us. We need to to give ear to him. You know, before that, many of them were always asking him questions. Remember that? I mean, everywhere that Jesus went, they were, they didn't understand and They were asking questions just like one of them uh, said, we don't know the way. Where is the way? How do we get there? And again, Jesus said, I am the way. But they're always asking questions. But at this particular time, all of a sudden, they realize that this is a time to listen and not speak. How many of you know that sometimes listening is a whole lot more important than speaking? Have you ever thought about it? For us, God has given two ears, two eyes to see, one mouth to speak. So I guess just common sense would tell us that maybe we all ought to listen at least twice as much as we speak. Now that'd be hard for some people I know. How about you? Uh Uh-oh, somebody's confessing over here. I hear it. Anybody else want to confess? Some days I just want to get in the last word. And sometimes that's not always wise, is it? Uh, Most of the time it's not wise. The Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. And that's really, really hard to do. But learn to listen and hear what God is saying to us. And so in this particular scriptures, Jesus was actually becoming or manifesting himself as a priest as a high priest he has become our great high priest remember there were three functions offices of ministry in the Old Testament among the Hebrew people Did anybody remember what they were prophets priests and kings and Jesus fulfilled all of that he fulfilled the prophetic role he fulfilled the priestly role and he fulfilled his ministry as king of kings and lord of lords. You know, in the scriptural stories of the Old Testament and the Bible, nobody could assume those offices on their own. They were called by God and appointed and anointed to be in those specific offices. If you remember the story of the Levites and the people in the temple who did the temple work, you had to be born into it. Not just anybody could do it. But I want to tell you, each of us has been born into what we know as the kingdom of God. And we've been born again, as the scripture says. We may be on a different journey. And I saw John come in today, and I won't point him out. My young friend John, I knew John when he was really a little guy. How old are you now, John? How much? He's 27, so I knew John when he, I first met John when he was about four or five years old. Do you remember that? But I wanted to call attention to that, and that's all I'll do is put you, but I'm glad to see you here today. I really am glad life is going good. But his dear grandmother was a member of my congregation. A couple of you would remember Miss Mary. And she passed away a couple of years ago. I think she was, was she 102 or 103? 103 years old. A dear godly lady. Been here many, many times at Shades of Grace, even after she was 100 years old. and But she told me a long time ago, and I've heard her say, I do not ever remember a day in my life in 100 years that I didn't love Jesus. She said, I don't have any kind of memory of ever making some kind of a decision or, you know, just... She said, I've always loved Jesus. And I thought, what a powerful testimony. You know, we can't all say that, can we? I mean, we can't always understand how that happens for some. And yet we know that regardless of how it happens or when it happens, we are translated into the kingdom of God's dear son, which is a kingdom of light and love. It's not a kingdom of this world. I don't find a whole lot of hope looking at the kingdoms of of this world, do you? I see a lot of despair and sadness and discouragement and just don't like to think about it. I like to think about the kingdom that God has placed me in. And as living in the kingdom of light and the kingdom of God, we live our lives in a different kind of way, don't we? We learn how to seek first the kingdom of God, and God's righteousness, knowing that God will include everything that we need and everything that we ever hoped for. But Jesus became prophet, priest, and king so that you and I can understand our purpose and the value of life that we can add to someone who may be seeking and searching for a meaning in life. It blesses my soul. It touches my heart. It inspires me when I come in on Saturday morning and I see so many gathered with us that we often talk to and become acquainted with during the week in other situations. And it's just a blessing to know that we are the body of Christ, the ones who have been translated out of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son. Aren't you glad to be a part of that kingdom today? The kingdom of power, the kingdom of light, the power of goodness. And Jesus perfectly fulfilled those roles of prophet, priest, and king. You know what the work of the priest was in the Old Testament? He was to be a mediator between humans and the divine God. You know, we probably have a characterization of that or a little bit of an understanding of that in some of our friends in the Catholic Church who have maybe a, um, a priest who takes confessions and who doesn't actually look, the person doesn't actually see the priest, but he he's there and you're making intercession. That's, that's kind of what the priest did in the Old Testament. And I saw something on Facebook one day where somebody came before the confessional booth in the church, and he sat down and he said, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned, and to which the voice in the booth said, I know, dear child, I saw it on Facebook. (laughs) Give us a hallelujah roll on that one. (laughs) I just, uh, that wasn't part of my sermon, but it just came to me. Sometimes we may put just a little bit more on Facebook than we need to put. How many knows that, Okay. So let's always let our light shine and be good witnesses to Jesus in what we do. Um, Someone texted me this week and had, you know, and it was a private message, but it had profanity and taking the Lord's name and the word of loving Jesus all in the very same sentence. That ought not to be. Uh, that doesn't work very well okay but the priest has come to make intercession for us and to forgive us because the song that i sang remind us dear lord we are human and i would never stand before you and pretend to have it 100 all together i'm not perfect i'm human i fall short i fail just like you do okay and so i've learned over the years that I keep myself down here. You know, if I'm sitting on the floor and somebody comes up and pushes me over, it's not gonna hurt me too bad, right? But if I allow somebody to put me up on a pedestal and then someone pushes me over or I fall off, it's gonna hurt me and it might hurt somebody else if you're very close by. So we always try to stay humble and love Jesus and love others and know that we can't do this by ourselves, We need the Holy Spirit walking with us. So the priest offered up those offerings on behalf of the people who were confessing their sins. It was the work of the priest to pronounce forgiveness and also to pronounce healing. You remember the story of the 10 lepers that Jesus healed? They were all cleansed at one time and then jesus said go show yourself to the priest and the priest is the one that could legally with authority pronounce them able to be cleared and out of isolation to be back into the mainstream of life again okay so the priest had a very important role the prophet also had a very important role to speak prophetically the truth of the goodness of God in the land. And so Jesus here, in this prayer, this high priestly prayer, as it's called, is talking to the Father and making intercession for those disciples who were troubled and who would continue to be troubled for some period of time. And yet, we know that in the life of Jesus, he was always... A man of, you remember that old song, Man of Constant Sorrows? I bet if Oscar was here today, you all remember that? Man of Constant Sorrows. And Jesus was a man of constant sorrows. They were always out seeking to destroy him and to kill him and to get rid of his influence in the world. But he always said, my hour, my time has not yet come. And let me say to you today, if you're here, and you are, if you're here, say, I'm here. here. Say it loud enough that the people on Facebook can hear you. Yay, and you're there. All right. But we're here, and you know what that means to me? God still has something for us to do, for you to do. Has God been speaking to you about doing something maybe that is a little bit out of your comfort zone, and you just feel like, I really need to step out? My scotcher is giving it to me today. Come on, Tanya. I, I need, sometimes I need a few more of you to help scotch too. Amen. Amen. But what's God calling you to do? The Holy Spirit, which is going to be our emphasis beginning next week and the weeks to come, makes it all possible. You cannot do it by yourself, but you can do it through the anointing, or as the old people used to say, the unction of the Holy Spirit. I, I gotta quit talking about the old people because I looked in the mirror the other day and all of a sudden I realized I am one. Okay? It reminded me of my dear Aunt Bessie, about oh, must have been twenty five years ago. She was ninety eight or ninety nine years old. And she'd always lived uh, alone, and they ended up going into a nursing home. It's a long, long story. But I went to visit her, and I said, Aunt Bessie, do you like it here okay? She said, well, it's okay, but there's just too many old people here. <laughs> Amen. So i got to quit saying the old people. I'm trying to say those people, you know, from another generation down the road, right? Y'all know what I mean, don't you? Amen. I am so thankful to see some folks here of a younger generation showing up in worship at Shades of Grace, amen? You know, that proves to me that there is a future with Shades of Grace. God has a calling upon this ministry that I believe will remain here long after all of us are gone. And maybe we'll be in that great cloud of witnesses where we can see what's happening But won't it be great? Remember that old song, Won't It Be Wonderful, there? (laughs) i tell you, all our guys do is just speak the word, and that music just, you know, that's kind of like I was watching the Beverly Hillbillies the other day. Anybody watch them? And they moved in their mansion, and they finally figured out that every time the doorbell was ringing, he said, there's that strange music. Go ahead and open the door. Somebody must be out there, you know. But they were thinking that, well, anyway, but... I like your I like Lana's music a whole lot better, don't you? Yep. Won't it be wonderful there? I bring no burdens to bear. Help me out. We'll get it right. It's been a long time. Help us out. Oh won't it be
3: wonderful there?
0: Some of y'all sounded like you really expect to be there. Amen? How many expect to be there? Hallelujah. Oh, man, don't don't miss the bus. Don't miss the ride. You talk about ride, share, and lift, it's going to be lift, all right. Sing it one more time. Won't it be wonderful? The Lord. I'm getting a little excited. How about you? All right, we're not quite finished yet. Um, Someone came by yesterday, someone who has been blessed and touched by the Spirit and made great progress over the years that we've known this person and we were over here getting ready to wind up the day, and this person asked, this person was baptized. I'm trying not to tell who you are, Jennifer, but I just might as well go ahead and do it. It it was Jennifer. Jennifer was baptized here a few years ago, and uh, she came by yesterday just praising the Lord for all the good things that are happening in life now and the great possibilities that lie before her, but she asked me a question that really struck me in my heart and I would never had anybody ask it quite that way and it was such a sincere and honest question. She said, is there another step that I need to be taking since my baptism? Right. I think those are the words you used. Right. But it came out of sincerity and so I began to explain to her that we can always remember our baptism as United Methodists, we accept all Christian baptisms. We do not rebaptize people. And it is taught that we believe God gets it right the first time. So it's a work of God. It's God's grace working in us. But we can always remember our baptism and be thankful, okay? And so I told her we, we could do that. And I said, as a matter of fact, I think I'll do it tomorrow in the service. So we're going to do this and then I'm going to give you instructions and I'm going to have Pastor Regina come up here in a few moments and I'll explain to you what you do and I'm going to have Uzoma come up here too if you will in just a, a few moments and I'll, I'll share with you what to do. But sisters and brothers in Christ through the sacrament of baptism God's spirit has been poured out upon water water poured over and immersing us. Water that flows freely to all who will receive it. Water from the streams of God's saving power and justice. Water that brings hope to all who thirst for righteousness. Water that refreshes life, nurtures growth, and offers new birth. Today we're going to come to the water again to renew our commitment. Linda, did you ever heard that song, Come to the Water? And Jesus said, come to the water. Stand by my." You're going to know it. But I'm going to teach it to him one day. You'll you do good on that one, I promise. It's a pretty song. Um, but as we come to the water, we're going to renew our commitment. It's going to be something very simple that you do in your own heart. But we're going to do it in the presence of others who are here. To Christ who has raised us, the Spirit who has given us birth and the Creator who is making all things new. And I ask everybody here, and I don't know who of you will or will not participate, but it's open to everybody, every one of you. And I, you might say, well, I've never been baptized. Well, if you would like to come forward and do that today, I'll have a special prayer with you, and then you can join in with everybody else. And you can receive the Sacrament of Baptism right here today. So I'm going to ask all of you, will you turn away from the powers of sin? Just say yes. Yes. If you mean it, say yes. Yes. (laughs) Don't lie about it now, okay? Will you let the Spirit use you as prophets to the powers that be? Amen. Will you proclaim the good news and live as disciples of Jesus, the body of Christ on earth? Will you be living witnesses to the gospel, individually and together, whoever you are, and in all that you do? Will you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures? Let us pray. Almighty God, the life you birthed in us by baptism into Jesus Christ will never die. Your justice never fails. Your mercy is everlasting. Your healing river still flows. Your spirit still blows, and we cannot stop you, O Lord. But sometimes we try to block the flow. We try to redirect the winds of the spirit, or we walk so far away from the life-giving waters that we do not hear the sound, and we forget its power. We parch ourselves, We are dry and thirsty, O God. Please come and refresh us. Everybody said amen. Pastor Regina, will you and Yuzoma please come at this time? And uh, in our font, I have water that is pure water from the Jordan River that Mikey brought back a couple of years ago. And we use it occasionally. But this is actually the water out of the Jordan in Israel. And so what we're going to do. Who told you to get over on that side? (laughs) I have to pick on the pastors just a little bit. All right. See, see, I believe in mixing things up a little bit. We don't ever do it. Miss D, how about you get on this side? too? Come on. I'm going to really mix it up today. There we go. See, see, we're we don't want to fall into a rut, right? Aren't you glad things can be done a little bit differently and God's still in it, right? (laughs) The only thing that never changes at Shades of Grace is the fact that everything continues to change always. But what I want us to do, we've already prayed that prayer, but I'm just going to invite you to come and, um, give them a shell to remind them of the water of life, Jesus Christ. So this is going to conclude our service. I'm going to ask Landon to be sharing something, but the service will be over once we have concluded this ceremony right now. So, um, you got it right, Miss D? Is it right? Right. Good. Okay. You know what you're going to do. All right. Y'all come on, and if you If you need something special, I'm going to stand over here and I'll say a prayer with you if you need a prayer. So just come on through, okay?